This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Estate tax unsettled. Ag negotiator nominee advances. Democrats slam guest worker bill. H-2A demand grows. And ARC fix. Republicans on both sides of Capitol Hill continue to wrestle with key elements of their tax reform proposal, including what to do about the estate tax and whether and how to offset the impact of repealing it. Senator John Thune, a Republican of South Dakota, tells AgriPulse, while the GOP still believes in full repeal, no decisions have yet been made. Thune didn't rule out raising existing exemptions, currently about $11 million for a couple. As we've reported, Republicans also have been looking at repealing the estate tax, but capping the use of stepped-up basis. Thune said there are a lot of different ideas that have been proposed, none of which has been agreed upon or settled at this point. House GOP also hasn't settled on a fix of the estate tax. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady, Republican of Texas, also tells AgriPulse. Now, for a deeper look at the estate tax issue, plus a look at how Mexico was responding to the NAFTA talks, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. Dowd advances to Senate vote. The Senate Finance Committee has approved Greg Dowd to be the administration's next chief ag negotiator. That sends his name to the full Senate for a final vote. Dowd is a former chief economist for the Cattlemen's Beef Association and a former member of the Senate Agriculture Committee's GOP professional staff. Ken Backus, NCBA's Director of International Trade and Market Access, says it's very important that the full Senate approve Dowd's confirmation immediately so the U.S. agriculture industry has the full representation it deserves at trade negotiations with Mexico, Canada, Japan, and the long list of other key markets for U.S. agricultural exports. Democrats extracting pain on guest worker bill. The House Judiciary Committee resumes work today on a farm guest worker bill. Democrats spent yesterday's bitter opening session taking turns accusing Republicans of trying to turn farm workers into indentured servants or slaves. The bill would replace the existing H-2A visa system with an expanded H-2C program that would provide 410,000 visas for year-around workers and 40,000 more for meat and poultry processors. The bill also lowers H-2A wage minimum and removes housing and transportation requirements. Chairman Bob Goodlatte said it's well past time to replace the outdated and onerous H-2A program with one that works better for farmers. The bill likely has little future in the Senate where it would need Democratic support to pass. But Democrats on the House committee are making the debate as painful as possible. Democrats claim that farm workers would actually make far less than the 8.34 an hour minimum wage that's in the bill because employers could deduct various costs from worker paychecks, including health insurance and safety equipment. Republicans say competition between farms will ensure that workers are adequately compensated. H-2A demand balloons. According to fresh Labor Department data, the government certified more than 200,000 H-2A positions in fiscal 17, the largest number ever. That's a 21% increase over 2016 and a 103% increase since 2013. That according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation. 
Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Washington, and California have the largest number of H-2A workers in that order. ARC yield changes proposed. Farm groups are praising a bipartisan Senate proposal intended to address complaints about payment disparities and the Agriculture Risk Coverage Program. The bill is sponsored by Senator Joni Ernst, a Republican of Iowa, and Heidi Heitkamp, a Democrat of North Dakota. doesn't make any changes in the formula for ARC revenue guarantees to increase the likelihood of payments. But the legislation would make the changes that many producers have been requesting. One would base county yields on risk management agency data. Another would allow Farm Service Agency state committees to adjust yield data when there are inexplicable variations. The bill shouldn't increase the cost of the program. That according to Senate aides yesterday. Dairy sector looks to solidify school gains. A new House bill would make permanent some administrative changes at USDA that allow low-fat and flavored milk options in the national school lunch and breakfast programs. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue made the changes shortly after taking office this spring. The bipartisan bill would allow schools to decide which milk-fat varieties to offer. The National Milk Producers Federation says 1.1 million fewer students drank milk at school when low-fat flavored milk was initially removed. Industry officials are looking at different legislative options for the measure, including attaching it to the Farm Bill. Disaster Bill Includes Bankruptcy Fix A $36.5 billion disaster aid bill that's headed to President Trump's desk includes provisions intended to make it easier for farmers to reorganize their debts under bankruptcy law. The provisions, sponsored by Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Al Franken of Minnesota, address a court ruling by clarifying that capital gains taxes owed on the sale of assets during bankruptcy should be treated as general unsecured claims. The legislation also blocks the IRS from vetoing a farmer's reorganization plan. Nestle leaving GMA. In another blow to the Grocery Manufacturers Association, food giant Nestle is dropping out of the organization after the end of the year. Campbell Soup dropped out earlier over policy differences with the group. The departures reflect a divide within the industry over how to respond to consumers and policymakers. GMA spokesperson Roger Lau said Nestle's participation in GMA will be missed, and we hope there will be a time when they will rejoin us. Flake out. One of the most ardent critics of the crop insurance program, Senator Jeff Flake, Republican of Arizona, will be leaving Congress. Flake, who faced a tough primary, announced yesterday that he won't run again. Flake is the lead Senate sponsor of the Affirm Act, which would slash crop insurance by, among other things, imposing a means test on premium subsidies and eliminating the harvest price option. Here's today's He Said It. We'll see how that turns out. It may not turn out, and if it doesn't turn out, we'll have to do a new NAFTA or a new deal. But we'll see how it turns out. That's President Trump on the renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. 
For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.